I don't want to live with fear. I just, yeah, we need to be able to, yeah, move on. But, you know, to close childcare every two weeks, you know, for two weeks, if there's going to be, um, you know, the prevalence of these cases. It was actually funny. I put, you know, I put a post saying, Harry, day eight of ISO. You should have seen the number of messages I got back to that saying, same thing for us. Um, so the number of childcare or kinders or primary schools, and, you know, I saw a number of articles in the paper this week, you know, day one of prep, up oh, and we're closed again. Off we go home for two weeks to isolate. It's just, it's torturous for the kids. Oh, and how does, how is that sustainable? Hello, and welcome to Parenthood, conversations about life after kids. I'm your host, Leonia Kidanor, and every fortnight I will bring you discussions about the real and raw realities of parenting, life behind the Instagram filter. Join us as we laugh, cry, and bond over the organized chaos that is parenthood. Real talk. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Real Talk segment where Liv and I talk all things realities of parenthood. Liv, I need to hear. Tell me. Fill me in. What's been happening? I therapy. <laughs> I'm broken. I'm broken. Oh, uh, tell me. So, Monday morning, email mm. from childcare, positive COVID case, shut down effectively, you know, mm. and, you know, no further information at this point, stay tuned. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, yeah. what does this mean? Is it a child mm. in Harry or Tommy's room? Was it an educator? There was no information at that stage because mm. that obviously, you know, just hurt themselves. Mm. So that ticked off a full domino effect of a complete cluster, you know what, mm. uh, for this week. Mm. So what are we, day we're actually day 10, I think, of isolation mm. uh, just for Harry. We did initially think that it was going to be the whole family, but as the week started to transpire, more information mm. came to light and we um, worked out that thankfully the whole family didn't have to isolate because mm. the person uh, who was COVID positive was only in the service or, sh- you know, showing symptoms on two days. One of those days, um, Harry goes, Tommy doesn't go on either of those mm. days. So mm. young Esquire Harry is enjoying uh, his isolation, but the main result for the whole family and the mm. 150 other families at um, our childcare is that childcare's closed. So <laughs> indefinitely, uh, we heard in the last couple of days that they'll be opening up in another week's time. So okay. effectively, they've closed for the two week period or the two week mm. isolation period that um, all of the children and it. You know, I have heard of cases um, mm. where some child cares have just closed a room mm. um, and deep cleaned and been able to reopen, whereas mm. um, the person who was COVID positive uh, in our centre must mm. have uh, worked across all different rooms, mm. so they've had to close the whole centre. And because oh. of the number of, um, you know, cases that we're seeing in the community at the moment, just DHHS is just so behind the eight ball. Plus, you know, we've seen the, you know, there's a whole, there's not as much reporting on, you know, tier one and tier two sites that I think they just kind of tell you, you know, wherever you've picked it up, 
Mm-hmm. You're a tier one, go and isolate. You don't hear anything else. You, just you, don't, you didn't get in, knocks nah, on the door or nah, anything. Nah. Okay. You just, I think yeah, it's right. very much a trust system now that you've yeah. got to do the right thing. I think mm. probably they have every um, intention of calling anyone who might have yeah. come in contact, but, yeah. you know, 2,000 cases a day multiplied yeah. by, you know, how many, you know, yeah. secondary contacts mm. uh, there would be. So, yeah, we've just done all the right things. But mm. I think probably what really has made it a whole lot worse is Harry was actually really, really sick this week. Mm. And so I'm thinking the whole time, despite all of the negative tests, because my yeah. anxiety was through the roof. I was mm. calling the, the, the Austin Hospital, the COVID uh, screening clinic there every mm. second day saying, can I come back for another test? Like, just because I'm so terrified Mm. of this thing. And Harry, you know, when your bubbers are so sick, they're just sleeping Mm. on you and he was struggling Mm. to breathe. And Mm. I was thinking, God, he's got COVID. He's got COVID. But why is the test saying, like, why is the test negative? But I think we just had a perfect, it was a perfect storm of Mm. this happening in our environment, him just picking (sighs) up the worst cold ever and teething and nine-month regression. And I think it's so yeah, when I text you, you end oh. of the week, I was just like, Lee, I can't do this anymore. I'm broken. I'm broken. Oh. I am broken. So I felt like that in a long time, but literally Yeah, you know, mum called me towards the end mm. of the week, you know, when your mum comes, I was yeah. calls us Mum, oh, I just I can't do this. She's like, What can I do? I'm like, nothing, yeah. we're in isolation. Yeah. Oh my god. So basically all week you've kind of, oh the last ten days it's been literally just at home. I mean, you yeah, can we sort of can come go and go out. And so, stuff. Yeah. yeah, but like I'm, I feel anxious about even doing yeah. that because yeah. what happens? You know, it's just my own anxiety at yeah. play here. What happens yeah. if Harry is yeah. COVID positive, and yeah. I've been out in the community? Yeah, and the the thing that happened on Monday, you know, so finding out on Monday that, you know, Mm. we could have come in contact or our family could have. Mm. Over last weekend, I saw a new friend's newborn baby. Mm. I had seen a friend who is unvaccinated. I had seen, you know, three other groups of people and I had to call them Mm. all on Monday morning and saying, look, just FYI. And that just, it it gives me tingles still now that I could have put any of my friend's in her. And I know that we've got to live with this and I know we yeah, are going to continue yeah, to live with it, but yeah. it was just my first real close contact brush with mm-hmm. it and I'm just, I've been left a wreck and I think just because I'm exhausted too yeah. after a week yeah. of no sleep, I'm just like I can't, I'm not ready to face the outside world, which is crazy because yes. it's Freedom Freedom uh, Saturday, right? It was no, Freedom no. Friday yesterday. So, yeah. you know, there's so much to be really excited and optimistic mm-hmm. about, but at the same time, We've been taught to fear this thing. Like, yeah. I'm so fearful. And what happens if yeah. this happens again, let yeah. alone the struggle of yeah, having these two kids home and trying to work? Mm. Wouldn't you know, you know, massive week of deadlines too. Oh, like, God. Of course, alone. right? The perfect Perf- storm. Perfect storm. So, Far again, out. I keep saying, and I, you know, what are we, October, probably November by the time that this, we put this out mm. to the people, mm. um, you know, God, we've come so far. We've been tested so much. I kind of just feel like, what else are you going to throw at us? I know. Um, That's it. I am going to try and just, yeah, breathe because that's important. And, yeah, I don't want to live with fear. I just, yeah, we need to be able to, yeah, move on. But, you know, to close childcare every two weeks or four two weeks if there's going to be 
um, you know, the prevalence okay. of these cases. Yeah. It was actually funny. I put, you know, I put a post saying, Harry, day eight of ISO. You should have mm. seen the number of messages I got back to that saying same thing for us. Um, wow. So the number of childcare or kinders mm. or primary schools. And, you know, I saw a number of articles in the paper this week, you know, day yeah. one of prep. Oh, and we're closed again. Off we go home mm. for two weeks to isolate. It's just it's torturous. Oh, for the and kids. how does how is that sustainable, like to your point? Like mm. how are you going to, you know, I mean, are, I'm fully vaccinated. Are you va- fully vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. so Mark yeah. and I are fully vaccinated yeah. and have yeah. been for a while. Yeah. But it's the, the kids are not. So I guess that's yeah. the other thing that's happened this week yeah. we we were initially thought to be primary contacts it was then mm-hmm. found to be that we weren't so we were free yeah. and the isolation period for adults has changed mm-hmm. from 14 days to seven days if you're right. fully vaccinated right. whereas our children are not fully mm-hmm. vaccinated so if mm-hmm. they uh, are at a tier one site they have the full 14 days and mm-hmm. it's just it's so hard for little bubbers up to yeah school age kids who are just trying to get some sense of normality but this is just the world we live in now so it is so crazy and if i think to like overseas like you know so many friends like in um america and um mutual friends of ours as well living over there they're like yeah i've had a covid like yeah whatever yeah. it's like yeah moving on yeah, yeah. I'm going to go yeah. to a music festival yeah just you know yeah. and you're like oh, wow, it's so nothing over there. Like, I mean, yeah. at least from what I've heard from my network, like it's just so blasé, like the common cold, where we're here like, oh, where's COVID? Is it hiding around the corner? And <laughs> so literally terrible. like it's like the big scary brown bear that's literally. about to chase me. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's how it's been oh, drummed into us from the yeah, media, from yeah. everyone, and so it is this big scary thing, whereas I think over there they had so many cases mm. and every other person had it that it's mm. kind of, you know, and young people, people as well who are fortunately healthy enough to get through it and stuff. So it kind of makes it seem less intimidating there. At least that's the feedback I've been receiving. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's right. H- having said mm. that, I was talking with a girlfriend this morning who's in London mm. and they're back to 50,000 cases a day and wow. they're talking about reintroducing restrictions and oh, wow. they've had this real taste of freedom and now all mm. of a sudden it's mm. it's still there and even with the you know well I was going to say high vaccination rates. They have good vaccination rates, but yeah. nowhere near as high as as us. But yeah. it's still just hanging around. Havoc. Actually, so I know that we said this time last year, twenty twenty one is going to be yeah. so much better. I'm, I don't even want to say twenty twenty two is going to be so much better. Oh, I like can't finishing. jinx it. And this is what happened. Like, I had a girlfriend, one of the friends yeah. I had to tell on Monday, saying, "Oh, you know, we've yeah, yeah we've." been clear run of illness and yeah yeah always and then what do you know the universe comes to to get you so uh, honestly that's the way life is i mean you know that we've had um to deal with the regression the sleep regression that little charlie so i was actually thinking about i should know how many months he is now he was born in november (laughs) he was born in june he's probably what is he now i don't know are you just about to say he was born in november (laughs) and then i'm like no that that's noah (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> like world's best mum over here. Um, and anyway, so, he, and you said that a similarly, a friend of yours as well, similar age to Charlie, yeah. experienced a regression too. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, I think it's like the, 
16 month, a 17 month, 15 month, maybe. Look, let's That's face it, there's right. a regression at 13, yeah. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 months. So oh, it's, it's just one of those. Honestly, I'm so done with the developmental milestones. So, you know, that like, so literally for the last couple of weeks, we weren't mm. sleeping. We couldn't get Charlie to sleep. He always wanted to be held, rocked yeah. to sleep. And this is a kid that went to sleep school and literally you'd pop him yeah. in bed and it'd be silent, like, yeah. you, you know. And so it was so bizarre. We got to the point where I was literally walking into walls and trying to do my job and like even ro- driving on the road I'm like got the air con on and the sunroof off because I'm like I just need to like stay awake here like oh, I'm mate. a little bit like you know I probably I don't know if I should be driving right now kind of thing so mm. I li- literally got to a point where I saw the GP and I said it's been three four weeks of us just not sleeping poor Noah's then not sleeping um our two-year-old because Charlie's not sleeping it's just a mess and um anyway got an exemption able to go down towards my parents beach house bigger space where I was able to then um, sleep train Charlie again without bothering Noah and Jules so we feel like we're kind of a bit more back on track now having just gotten back a week ago but it's just unreal and I really thought to myself during those three weeks I used to think and I probably was a little bit arrogant around the fact that I was like great my kid I went to sleep school my kid sleeps Mm. now and like Mm. you know we do things like you know Mm. popping into bed the babysitter's downstairs and off we go off to dinner you know Mm. and like how fabulous and that's all you have to do And then you experience these regressions and then it kind of makes you think, wow, for the other families who just – some kids just don't sleep. Even sleep school won't get them there. So how – this is their reality every day. And I just thought to myself, I haven't even spoken three words to Jules outside our, you know, just the mayhem that is life. You know, I was so – used to putting the kids to sleep and having dinner with Jules and we'd watch the block and we'd sit around and yeah. have a whiskey and then I'd go to sleep. There was none of that. Yeah. It's literally there rocking, 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 rocking until and you you're fall agitated asleep. And you're agitated and you're angry. Like I just find, yeah, in those periods, Angry. you just yes. start loading yourself because yes. you're so short fused yeah. you know, with your own temper and you're barking yep, orders at everyone. Ch- yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. the good stuff. It's funny right? you say that. Like I just I'm not feeling right today. You know, mm. when you just like you just my tummy, I just feel yep. bloated and I'm just yep. not feeling good. And I, I was thinking for I was like, it's definitely just the stress and not yep. eating properly this last week because yes. you're just trying to survive. That's right. It's amazing. You know, literally domino effect of yes. stuff, how it just touches everything. Oh, absolutely. Oh. So, so the beach know, worked. Is Charlie the back beach on track? Worked. We are one week in. I mean, we're st- we're back on track. Thank God, we're not mm. rocking him to sleep anymore. I feel like a human again, yeah. and I'm just like, thank God. Like it's been three nights in a row now where Jules and I have been able to have our dinner, have our whiskey after dinner, and be <laughs> uninterrupted. <laughs> I'm like, oh hi, you. We can actually reconnect now. Like I forgot that you like yeah. exist <laughs> outside yeah. of being my, like partner in crime when it comes to looking yeah. after our kids. So yeah, look for those parents out there who are really doing it tough particularly Mm. with the sleep like I totally hear you it is an absolute nightmare and I just think hashtag survival do what sort of feels right you but it's tough and I have so much respect for honestly just parents in general at the you know it's not an easy gig yeah, yeah. um the just other gotta thing, get through yeah. it huh just oh, gotta get through it absolutely these early years the other mm. thing I wanted to um, mention before we kick off on our on today's topic is the other thing uh, I've realized that there's actually a thing around and this is really not parenting related at all but you know how Jules and I have been starting to look to buy property and yeah. buy, buy a home to live in um, 
Um, so we're in a two bedroom house at the moment and we thought oh, it would be nice to sort of for the boys to have a room each and, and migrate to a three bedroom home and have that little bit extra space. And so we started looking and then we found something. I think I told you about that live at the time. And then it, you know, with the market that's, that it is at the moment in Melbourne, the property market is absolutely absolutely gangbusters mm. so we found the perfect home you start envisioning yourself in it you you oh, think oh that torture. will be Noah's room that will be Charlie's room that's where I'm putting my couch that so, you know yeah. and even though you're like no I'm not emotionally invested like yeah. deep down you're kind of thinking oh that would be the street I'd drive into every day and anyway we um weren't successful at an auction for that particular property and then I feel like mourning a house that you thought you were going to actually live in is a real thing. Oh, it is. It is. Did you have any? We, like, we had so have, much yeah. of that. Yeah. Like I was just dreading going to auctions, mm. you know, particularly when I had had those moments of I can see my life unfolding yep. in this house mm-hmm. and then your heart breaks. Yeah, you yeah. really are mourning. It's awful. And then you've got it's to get awful. the energy to start again, knowing that you're likely to get your heart broken. It's just like being exactly. a 16-year-old girl again. Yeah. <laughs> shop in the market you know put showing your interest yeah. who knows what you're gonna get who knows to. what you're gonna get totally and so mix that in with not sleeping oh, and all of that oh, and yeah. having lost that house and all of that I've just been feeling so disgusting as well yeah. and COVID and not yeah. being sure but you know it's, it's got to go with it what's when it comes to houses you just real I mean and life I'm trying to remind yeah. myself yeah. this week <laughs> What's meant to be will be. Everything will work itself out. That's right. Like, when it's, yeah, you just got to yeah. trust the universe a little bit with that stuff. No, a hundred percent. So today's topic, yeah, for everyone listening, is we're talking all things toilet training, and I think that's very, very relevant to our lives at the moment. Mm. Liv, that's just another spatter in the no. works for us mm. too. <laughs> you know, yes. What else have you got, honestly? Yes. Yes. So you've yes. been quite successful in your toilet training journey. I want to hear more about this. Okay. Well, I <laughs> I feel like a fraud talking on this topic <laughs> because, you know, when parents say, my son, you know, my children are very advanced. Tommy yeah. was legit very advanced. I'm very <laughs> proud and I'm going to own it. So yeah. maybe don't come to me for advice, but I will tell yeah. you about, like, our yeah. journey with it. Yeah. Um, so we probably... I started first thinking about toilet training just before Harry was born because I had this whole thing of I do not want two kids in nappies, which you hear are commonly yeah. said by yeah. um, expectant mothers of their second bubba. Yeah. Um, so he would have been about two at that time. Mm-hmm. He, It was a failed mission, just mm-hmm. wasn't interested, screaming, yeah, had probably shown a little bit of interest, so very keen in what Mark was doing particularly, mm-hmm. um, but really wasn't the right time so we've left it until now so let's fast forward eight months so he's now yeah two and two and eight months or so mm-hmm. um and we weren't even really thinking about it or even though I know I knew other kids within his childcare room um were starting to do it it wasn't really something that I was like oh all right, let's put a weekend aside or a long mm. weekend or read a book or anything like that. We just weren't there. Having mm. said that, I had gone to baby bunting and bought every toilet training aid you could possibly think of mm-hmm. um, and I had it all sitting in the bathroom. We'd bought some jocks. So mm. he had spotted some Spider-Man jocks when we mm. were at the supermarket. So he mm. didn't know that they were, I don't, at least I don't think he knew they were undies. He just saw mm. Spider-Man and he was like, oh, mm. Spider-Man. Mm. So we bought those and then explained and showed Daddy's undies and Tommy's undies. And we just started talking about it, I think. And then mm. he kind of just wanted to start doing it. That's kind of mm. our story. Mm. Um, 
we just and then you know we obviously had to commit one day or the other on one Saturday we said okay you want to wear your big spider boy spider-man undies today and, mm. he, and he did also about that same time his bestie who is inseparable from they mm. are just bosom buddies you mm. can't split them mm. he had successfully started taller training and right. you know when I would say ex-boy has um started you know he doesn't wear nappies anymore he's a big boy mm. and Tommy was saying I want to be a big boy like mm. you know, so mm-hmm. I think that really helped Tom's yeah mm real interest in being a big boy and I've spoken on the pod before about his real fascination fascination with what goes into the toilet yes so, you know, and probably really celebrating once we started to get into it about you know how well he was doing and how proud of him we were mm-hmm. I don't know it all just kind of clicked that's not to say we had accidents we absolutely mm-hmm. did probably mm-hmm. over the course of yeah, a week or so. But mm-hmm. um, in fact, we had an accident this week, and that's just brought me down to you know zero. In that, you know, I was obviously so busy trying to keep Harry quiet, working yes. yeah. that I was doing the half an hour reminders of Tommy. Do you want to go to the toilet? And he weed yeah. himself, and I have never felt more shameful. Oh, really? Like, I just felt like I'd let him down, right? Oh, like I just, yeah, because yeah, we certainly are still doing the reminders. Do you need to do a wee? Okay. And I would say, yeah, four out of five times he says no. Yeah. If it's been maybe two hours since he's been, I'll put yeah. him on the toilet um, and he'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I do need to go, mummy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Off you go. So, yeah. Yeah. Was he upset that he um Destroyed. he weed his nose? Oh, only because we know we know yeah. how Tommy feels about his clothes. Oh yes, um, he likes to be clean. So he's, he likes to be clean. So the fact that his jeans with front oh. pockets and back pockets were now wet, and mummy, <laughs> mummy's the other pair of jeans were in the wash. Oh, uh, no. it was the end of the world. Oh no, poor <laughs> Papa. So, so you. Yeah. Started off being like, okay, darling, here's your cute, cute little undies. Let's pop you on the toilet. Did you go straight to the toilet or did you use a potty? Straight to the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. The yeah. things that we bought were that. Mm. Was, you might have seen it. It's a red, blue, and yellow ladder. The ladder. Seat. Yes, from Baby Bunting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We got the. We got another seat, which mum yes. had said, well, that's what I use with you and Nick when you were little, so we should oh, buy yeah. that one too because it worked well. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, if it worked for me, surely it'll work yeah. for yeah, and the engineering and toilet seats hasn't changed that yeah, much. Wow. <laughs> anyway, and we bought one of the little steps. I think you've got one of yes. the steps too. Like yep. the, yeah. Yes. Um, but what we had the most success mm. with was the ladder. He doesn't step okay. up the ladder, but he likes the colour of it and he likes okay. <laughs> like he's very he's very particular, my son. He likes the handles. He likes to be secure. So he he sits there holding the handles on his little ladder toilet. God bless him. Oh my um, gosh, that's so cute. I don't know if it just worked for us because you know, I hear about other parents kind of mm. you know really picking that time and just right. saying I think Tom was just ready. And the other thing yeah. that was interesting that made me start to think maybe it's a really developmental type thing mm. is that Tom for his whole life has had the heaviest, heaviest, heaviest overnight nappies. Okay. Even if I stop him drinking at 5 o'clock, yes. even while he had started toilet training, he would still yes. have a really wet nappy right. okay. for the last month. So, so mm. let's say he's been toilet trained for six weeks. For the mm. last four weeks his nappy has been dry. In the morning. Wow. And he knows okay. he wakes up and he yes. will do his work straight away. Wow. And so that just says to me there's something, mm-hmm. yeah, developmental in his mind. Yes. Something has ticked over. 
you know, yeah. um, to make it all work for him. So, so still nappies to bed? Yeah, we, yeah, um, yeah nappy for bed. So, but I think yep. given that we've had, yeah, success with dry nappies yeah. now, I'll, yeah. as soon as we run out of the ones that I've bought, we'll yeah. try jocks with the waterproof protector on the mattress. Yep. Oh, just going to go with it. Protector. This is a newie. I didn't know about yeah. that. Yes, so yes, you, yes. Right. So it's like a, a mattress protector, but yeah. essentially it's waterproof. Yeah, from yeah, just yeah, baby yeah. bunting or something. Yeah, baby okay. bunting, Target, all of those shops. Right. That you. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, get one of those for the period yeah. that, yeah, you transition there. I don't know. I just yeah. always remember, yeah, mum had waterproof protectors yeah, okay. on mine and Nick's, yeah. Nick's bed. So I've just, yeah, I don't know, I just okay. bought one. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good tip. So, um, so when you decided to, you know, pull the trigger, okay, we'll start today. We're going to toilet train. You seem very keen, Tommy, let's do yeah. this. Was it all day, no nappy and stay home or how did you approach it? Uh, probably for the first day we stayed home yep. with his jocks on and pants yep. because Tommy has to wear pants. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so and it, we just went about our day at yep. home as normal. At home, but we didn't yes. do any outings. The yes. next day we went to the park and How before the go? park I yeah. said, we're going to the park, there's no yeah. toilet there, do a wee yeah. now. Yeah. We didn't go for long. We might have been gone for yeah. half an hour. That okay. was fine. Yep, and Okay. Then I started going to the supermarket. We haven't had any accidents wow. now, so we haven't yeah. had to take a wow. potty. Like we don't go for hours, right? Yeah, Having but still. said that, having said that, mm. probably three weeks into toilet training, mum mm. and dad had Tom and took him to the beach. Uh, oh. They went on a little road trip, which is an all-day oh. road trip. And mum, like, you know, what mum and dad, she's like, we'll figure it out, don't worry. Yeah, we'll find yeah. a tree or yeah. something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, got halfway through the day and, you know, Tommy being, very particular said no he yeah. wants to find a toilet so oh. dad had to take him into a public toilet that only had a urinal oh. uh, so dad had to now then teach him three weeks into his toilet training experience oh. uh, how to use a urinal and oh. uh, Tom instructed his pa my dad to hold it so, <laughs> I just think that is the best bless ever. him but that's one for the 18th that is one for the 18th God. Yeah, so funny. Just imagine wow. how mortified Dad oh. would have been standing there being like, it's my grandson. Yeah. Like, get, up, get me out of here. Oh, now where do I wash my hands? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I can't believe they were brave enough not to put nappies on him during that trip. Which wow. I, do you know what? And I think it's because we haven't created a whole heap of yeah. stress and pressure yeah. Yeah. and we're just going with the flow. Yeah. And maybe mum's kind of really encouraged. Like, oh, I would never yeah. would have done that. No way. No, mom. that's a big. So after yeah. mum did that, I was like, all right, well, we'll do that. That's fine. Yeah. So we've, you know, we'll go out and just. Yeah. What will be will be. But, yeah, yeah. A couple of friends that I have taken mm. Tommy out with will tell mm. you that, yeah, our trips with them have been cut short because Tommy will whisper into my ear, Mummy, I need to go to the toilet. I can't and believe that just he holds. We need to. I can't a, believe he holds it in. I think like, he's, a like, well, he's a camel. He's a camel. He's a camel, a bit like me. I told you, he's me. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. So, what's the camel in reference he, to? Well, he just holds it. He's just got a big oh, ladder. Yeah, yeah. He, and he just yes, holds right. and he's got yeah. good control. So, wow. but he's learned that like and he's yeah. had he's had two accidents at childcare so you know he started okay. toilet yep. training See, and that's back. nothing though wow I still yeah. wow. i told you like i feel like a fraud yeah, talking you, about this got because i have i have a unicorn and i've totally lucked it in and as i'm learning you with my have. second child everything yes. is completely different and i'll yes. be coming to everybody saying help me 
But if I was thinking about what has worked mm, for us, I think yes. it has just been no, no, like really waiting and knowing yeah. he was ready. Like yes. he came to us. We didn't go yes. to him. Yeah. He, yeah, we could see him jiggling when he wanted to. He was interested in, you know, the yes. Spider-Man jocks, yeah. daddy jocks, watching mummy and daddy pee, the poo fascination that was spoken mm. about. Mm. So I, he was ready and I think knowing that he was ready and had the control to, yeah. to manage it has been the key for success here. Oh, 100%. I actually um, asked our audience like what they think the keys to success are when it comes to toilet training. The top three answers were wait until they're ready. That was number yeah. one, so 100%. And yeah. also you can do a bit of damage, I think, if you are pushing and stressy and all yeah. of that as far yeah. as their anxiety levels. Look, I've had a girlfriend who mm-hmm. toilet trained her 18-month-old yeah. little girl mm-hmm. really successfully yeah. um, by reading, I think it's called Oh Crap. And she was just really fixated on, I need to do this. It's the most important thing. We've got another sibling coming into the house. I'm doing this. She's a woman on a mission. Good on them. And they really successfully did it. Mm. And the little girl, yeah, has taken to it and their lives have continued as normal. So I I don't know. It's so dependent on the kid. Yes. yeah, research what yes. yeah, what your approach is going to be, what your yeah. ba- you know, what your child's like, yeah, all the rest yeah. of it. So. Um, the second hottest tip around the toilet training was that take the potty everywhere. So people have sort of gone, if I'm out, I'm going to take yeah. a potty with me. Yeah. I never bought a potty, um, yeah. but anyway, that's and the third hot tip was cold turkey, no nappy from day one except bedtime. So I read all of these and I was like, yeah, 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 because like I obviously Mm. um, I think I mentioned to you a few months ago I was noticing signs of Noah being ready for toilet Mm. training and that was a bit of a false start. So he he was successful once on the toilet and then after that he was just like, I don't want to ever go to the toilet again. Mm. So I was like, okay. And then more recently, probably three weeks ago, um, he's shown further interest. So I've done the complete opposite and that's why I think it's actually interesting to compare Mm. our stories because everyone's is different. Mm. I was like, oh, great, so you meant to go cold turkey. Okay, yep, cool. And, uh, you know, Noah would wake up, want to go to the toilet in the morning, and then after that by lunchtime, you know, we'd go to the park, I'd say, you're okay in your undies? And he'd be like, no, nappy please, mum. Okay, pop a nappy on, off we go to the park, come back. You ready to wear undies yet? Oh, not yet. And then by the evening, mum, I want my undies on again. Mm. So it's been like that for three weeks. Last week was the first time at daycare that he was successfully wore his undies all day. Um, I told them, yeah, Yeah. I told them, I'm like, no pressure. He'll tell you if he wants a nappy. I've got nappies and undies in his daycare bag. So he'll go into daycare with his undies on all proud. And then halfway through the day, he'll go up to one of the educators and say, sorry, I want a nappy on now, I love that. I love that you're listening to him. And, you know, yeah. you've got to trust the little people a little bit in terms of, yeah, yeah what they know they want to do and how they want yeah. to do it. As yeah. young, we don't want to see them upset. We don't want to really... Well- Push yeah, them and, and know, I'm that's not, working for you. I think that's well, good. So far, so good. I mean, look, it's going to be a longer process. Mm. I mean, uh, we're still at a point now. I mean, I just put him to bed and he wanted a nappy for his lunchtime nap. Okay, pop on a nappy. He'd been wearing undies all day. So the whole thing is it's going to take a little bit more time. But part of me goes, I'm such an anxious goal-oriented, got-to-get-shit-done kind yeah. of person that I'm very mindful that I don't want to bring that to the table mm. when it comes to, like, my kids, I don't want to add that extra layer of pressure over mm. things that it's just natural. He'll he'll learn how to use the toilet. Everyone does. If it takes us several months, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I was just thinking about a comment that midwife Kath um, yeah. made of, you yeah. know, they all get to prep and they're all toilet trained. They can all do the basics of reading and write. Like, they're going to yeah. be okay. Can everyone just <laughs> stop stressing? There. They will get there in their own sweet time, which is the same thing we've learned from the time that they crawl to the time that yes. they walk. Yes. And, you know, I've really noticed that all of a sudden, particularly, mm-hmm. you know, all the mums that I know, you know, similar mm-hmm. age boys to Tommy, we're mm-hmm. all talking about toilet training and yeah. we're all doing and we're obviously talking about it now and it is a developmental stage but there's got to be a six to nine to twelve month window that your children will do it in exactly kind of just what will be will be totally taking Um, the pressure off um so yeah we're still in the press i wouldn't say he's fully toilet trained i'd say he's 90 percent toilet trained um and oh then we regressed when we went over to the beach house because he wasn't feeling comfortable going to the toilet at the beach house even though we had the same so we bought the toilet seat it's called the dream baby soft touch potty seat so that you place it on the toilet seat and um it's great it's got a little pee guard so that the pee doesn't go everywhere for boys boy life (laughs) A boy life, honestly. <laughs> um, oh my I'm sure God. we all know. Uh, you your face should oh, expression. No, it's just, well, Tommy's actually quite excited about standing up and doing a pee oh, after because, pa- you know, yeah. that's what pa and daddy do. So, like, okay. Uh, yeah. So, yes, boy mum, I can just see mm. how much I'm going to be cleaning the under of the toilet yes. for the next 10 years, maybe yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, my God. So talk to me about the standing because um, Noah's not quite there yet. So does that mean he could stand, for example, on his step yeah. and then try yeah. to do it? Or Because yeah. I don't know if he'd reach if he was standing on the floor. He'd probably have no, to be no, a bit higher. Definitely yeah. a little Thomas the Tank step. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's what we've and got. And do you yeah. know what? Again, this is where mum and dad have, like, pushed me out of my comfort mm. zone. Yeah. There's no way in hell I ever would have, like, suggested, yeah. hey, Tommy, do you want to stand on your step and try yeah. and pee? Yeah. But, yeah, he'd done it in the urinal with Pa. And then on some of the more warmer days recently yeah. we've been encouraging him to do it outside Hold and on. aim at the tree and he could really? do that and then he could wow yeah. mate they're, they're a lot more capable than i think we give them credit for like <laughs> yeah. i was just like, i'm impressed like that's yeah. good yeah and yeah wow. now he's like and he will tell me not all the time does he want to yeah. stand up and sometimes he will say sit down mummy or and so okay. i give him the option when we go yeah and I say, right. sit down or stand up so something we probably can progress to with Noah then because I think he's very intrigued. You can sort of see that he's like just shuffling around the toilet seat and, yeah, probably thinking how does this thing yeah, work yeah. exactly? I think that's really good. Yeah, you've got to see yeah. that connect. They've got to see the connection and feel yeah. it and know yes. it, which they're, you know, Noah obviously is getting the hang of in yeah. you know, knowing that it's coming, whether it's wheeze or, or poos and being able yeah. to yeah, manage that effectively. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did have the experience of standing up. And Tommy's saying, no, no, sit down. Number who's coming? He says, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, <laughs> he's good at communicating, though. He's good at sort of he's, letting you know. Okay. It must wow. be the, uh, the <laughs> how much poo talk there has been in yeah. this household. Yeah. Like, we, we're just a, <laughs> a potty, potty oh. mouth toilet family. <laughs> so talking about the potty, I want to know what, so my hesitation in having a potty at all was the cleaning factor. Oh. I was like, mate, I could not maintain that. I know I actually had a potty, I think, as well, um, yeah. you know, growing up. So why didn't you go with the potty option? Same. 
Yeah. Like the thought of like having to tip wheeze and poos yes. out. I was just yeah. like, I can't. Too hard. I, yeah. I'm a bit of a clean freak too. Yes. yes. But, you know, as we've seen with the mm. yeah, the poll, and I know a number of yeah. my girlfriends have been using a potty and, yeah, are taking the potty to the park and wherever we go, and yes. that has been the really mm. crucial thing for them mm. to get that consistency. Okay. Because perhaps the control wasn't there or when you need to go, you need to go, right? Yes. So And there's not the five minutes to find the closest toilet and you yeah. don't want to yeah one of the books i read was yeah accidents mm. can be quite damaging even if we try oh, really? and just say don't worry about it don't yeah worry, which it is don't worry about it yeah but it can set you back a day or two or a week because you know a child can be quite mortified over that or whatever it might be yeah. and you're obviously just trying to encourage the right habit and behavior mm. um so it, yeah it, i don't know we just didn't do it who knows? Yeah. We might we might with Harry, but yeah, I think it's it interesting. Depends. It's interesting you say that. Depending on the child, ex- accidents can be quite mortifying. So we spoke a while back about Maggie, old old mate Maggie oh, Dent, Maggie, who Maggie, will be Paul, joining us Maggie, at some Maggie. point. Come on, Maggie! Another <laughs> shout out to Maggie. We Another need shout you. out to Maggie. Oh, uh, we're hoping season three she will be one of our guests. We've uh, been in talks with the, her team, but uh, um, basically, um, you mentioned a few episodes ago about the fact that her theory around the roosters yeah. versus the what was the other lambs. The, the lambs. lambs. That's right. And you were yeah. saying that Tommy's more of a lamb, more yeah. kind of subdued and takes things in and kind of, whereas I've got Noah, Noah's 100% a rooster. And so it's funny that you mentioned that accidents can sort of, you know, Tommy, for example, ha- had an accident the other day, was mortified. mortified. Noah walks around he's like, Mom, just oh. weed myself. I'm like, oh, oh that's okay, honey, let's yeah. go. He's like, upstairs, like doesn't care. Off he goes and changes oh. his pants, puts another pair of undies on, and then off he runs outside. Like that's whereas oh, Tom, the rooster it's, thing. It's- the end of the world, like right? any mess, wetness, yeah, accident, yeah. fail. I'm gonna, have, we're gonna have, <laughs> I'm gonna start working on this <laughs> now. <laughs> yes. He just, yeah, it really, really wow. impacts, really impacts him. Yeah, we had an accident in the car the other day, so I was driving back from daycare, and all of a sudden, I was putting my, I put my handbag in the house, walked back out to grab Noah, open the door for Noah. Noah looks at me, he's like. I weed myself. I was like, oh, that's all right, honey. He's like, yep, unbuckle him. Off he skips inside. Off he skips. Like, you know, not a uh, care in the world. Blessed. And I'm staring at the, the, the seat in the car and I'm like, how the hell do I clean, do I clean this? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm oh. talking about cleaning and me being a complete clean freak. I've actually literally got like gloves. I've got like these antibacterial wipes and stuff because I like that literally every time I take that toilet seat off because I just like things clean, I like put my gloves on yeah. if I can be bothered, but it, sometimes I don't put my gloves oh on. My but God. then I like use my little wipe and wipe the seat. I and need I'm like, this. How many times a day am I going to be doing this? <laughs> I need this. I need this. Yeah, Tommy has a real fascination. If I take the step off, he wants to hold the toilet and I'm just like, like, no, oh, the germs. So much like, touching. Oh, my God, Noah. talking about germs. And Noah is a, a very a big clean freak, similar to, to Tommy. But this – and today when I said, honey, he's on the toilet, I was like, oh, he likes us to be in the bathroom when he's on the toilet. We're sort of still at that stage. So, anyway, I was like, I'll just be one minute. I've got to go out to see Charlie for a second. I come back in to find Noah with the toilet brush, um, basically sweeping the toilet uh, – the, the, the floor with it. I was like, oh. <laughs> Honey. And he's like, Mom, look at this. 
Look at I'm this. helping you clean, like, mummy. I was like, oh, not the oh, toilet flush. That's God. so disgusting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to hide all this. I don't know. Like, what do you do, right? That's just kids. Like, Tom's the same. Tom has to, after every toilet outing, clean yeah. the toilet box. Thankfully, he's oh, cleaning yeah. the toilet bowl, not the floor at this point, yeah. but maybe we'll progress to that. And even that, I'm just like, yeah, because it drips every – I'm just like, yeah. oh, oh, my God, sign up for so this. No one, told, no one tells you about this. I mean, toilet training is oh, just a thing. But, honestly, yeah. oh, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. Well, to all of those people out there who are looking to take on this lovely adventure of toilet training, I think – I guess essentially, I mean, from my perspective, I guess my final words would be, um, yeah, just go with what your child is sort of comfortable with. And as I said, my experience has been nappies on and then nappies off. And that's just kind of worked out quite well for us. And um, we're still at it months later, but that's all right. I'm happy for it to sort of take its course. So I don't know, any final words on that from you, Liv? I think you are so right. Listen to your child you know, and understand, and it's certainly been my experience, every single mum that I've spoken to has done something different. There's no right solution. You can, like with everything parenting, you can read a 100 different books on this and everyone will yeah. suggest something different. Yeah. So go with your gut. And I think the one piece of advice that everyone agreed with, wait until your child's ready. I really yeah. think that was the really key ingredient uh, for our success. But yeah, each their own. Go forth, yeah, and good yeah. luck. <laughs> good luck talking about the antibacterial wipes. Yeah, and the gloves from Woolies. Um, talking about resources. So two resources I wanted to sort of um bring up. So you mentioned it earlier, Liv. The Oh Crap Potty Training Book, and it's by Jamie glow wacky i'm gonna say it's um a, a humorous guide to potty training so i've heard a lot of people yeah. reading up on that one and the other one is obviously just raising children network there's so much about toilet training on there and i actually went there as one of my first put of calls as well mm. um any others that you sort of came across live that you felt helpful or nah, we yeah. did raising children too and there's yeah. actually a video on there and it's probably okay. 15 other mothers all talking about their experiences and again yeah. every single experience and yeah. their approach was different so isn't that interesting? I think that's probably the real takeaway here that yeah, don't yeah. put pressure on yourself as a mum and dad. Mm. Yeah, you know, or the, on the child, right? Just go with the flow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this will likely be our last episode for the season. So uh it's all happening. Another one <laughs> in the bag. Another one in the bag. So I mean, I guess for everyone listening, thank you so much for your continuous support and your feedback and your engagement on social media and all of those things. We absolutely love having discussions. I mean, Liv and I, this is a nice little catch-up therapy session slash, you know. Definitely (laughs) therapy. We're all in this together. It is such a nice thing. And good on you, Lee, for creating this, yeah, platform for all mums and dads, you Mm. know, parenthood, whether it's Real Talk or the guests that you've got on there. it's I'm sure it's made a difference in lots of people's lives. Yeah, thanks, babe. And we're very excited um, to bring you Season 3, which will come to your ears early next year so stay tuned everyone in the meantime have a great christmas and holiday break speak to you soon bye thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe leave us a review and give us five stars if you're feeling fancy want to be part of the parenthood community join our facebook group and follow us on instagram at parenthood pod Now, I'll let you get back to the organised chaos. 
Until next time.